Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Belichick, possibly, to the Chargers. Brandon Staley is fired. Oh, man. Is this overdue or is it right on time? Say what's up to him, EP. Introduce yourself a little bit. Hey, what's up? What's up, everybody in that chat room? EP, the Elton Patterson. I the call new myself co-host. E- new co-host on Say What Needs to Be Said every Tuesday, 10 a.m. Boy, say y'all will not want to miss this. I'm telling you. Say, hey, we're going to get into it, too, my guy. Like, we're going we gonna to go there. Like, don't be nervous. We ain't holding don't, back. Don't <laughs> All right, man, let's get into it. Say what needs to be said, man. It's your host, Asante, Mr. Pick Six Samuel. I got my dog, my boy, my my homie, bestie, all that good stuff, roommate, Elton E.P. Patterson. First, Mr. Patterson, Mr. E.P., you know, tell the people about yourself, some credentials, all the things you accomplished along your your path in life, because he's going to have a whole a different perspective of things in life, and he played football. So tell the people about your accomplishments in life and your credentials and all that good stuff. Man, I had a few of them. Um, obviously, I played football. We was roommates in college. And we always had these conversations about right and wrong, good and bad or whatnot. And um, some of my credentials is um, NFL sports agent now, in the NFL sports agent. And I also do real estate. So we're going to be able to tap into a wide variety of things. And it should be a fun ride, man. It should be cool. Yeah, you know that. Yeah, so he was drafted to Jacksonville, right? He was drafted Cincinnati to Jacksonville. Bengals. Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, then he right. played for Jacksonville. But yeah, he was drafted in the seventh, seventh round to the Cincinnati Bengals. And um, yeah. All right. So let's get into it, man. So Brandon Staley fired from the Chargers. My opinions and my thoughts, right, on how I feel about Brandon Staley being fired from the Chargers. Uh, Brandon Staley. Um, I think. Yeah, I do. I think it was long overdue. Yeah, I think he had enough opportunities. He had enough chances to to get everything right. And 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 the overall looking at the picture, the overall look at the picture, he uh, I think he bit off more than he could chew. I don't think he had enough experience to be able to lead a team. Um, he was a defensive coordinator for the L.A. Rams. You know when they did good in 2020 and. But his experience, he doesn't have that much pro NFL experience. And I guess he got that job because he was a deep coordinator. They did a good job at the LA Rams. I think, I think that's the year they won the Super Bowl. Don't quote me. I don't want to mess up. But uh he's finally going. This is <clears throat> this is when I realized this was bad. The game, we everybody saw the game. The game was bad, but this is when I realized it was bad. Now, we got big names, and we talk about big names and, and players. Like, you know, we got Duran Duran James. He knows he's a big name. He's a great safety, um, one of the best to play in, in the NFL. But um, when I seen Derwin James in the slot covering number 11, I can't remember his name from the L.A. I mean, excuse me, from the, the Las Vegas Raiders, and he beat him for the touchdown, ran past him, and they had Derwin James in the slot playing like he can play a nickel, a nickel back position and play and cover receivers one-on-one, man-to-man. And I think that's a misconception in the NFL that they think safeties are able just to travel and, and cover receivers, and especially in the, in the slot. So that, for me, that's when I started. To, that's when I realized, like, okay, if he's a defensive-minded coach and um, he thinks 
he can put Derwin in the slot and be the nickelback. Okay. Yeah. Time to make a change. Right. So that's my thoughts, and that's how I feel about Brandon Staley. Uh, you know, his long overdue head coaching job at uh Chargers. What's right. your take on it, brother? Well, I think I think Staley he came in, and you gotta remember now that team was loaded when he came in. Like they had a they still have a good solid team on paper. On you know, paper. and technically, um, we talk about this all the time is that when you're a good coach, you can lead, you can corral your guys, you know, like yeah, your quarterback might go down, but you still got something to stand on. Like the much money they're spending on that D line. Like, look from the back to the front end, it's pretty loaded. So yeah, it was embarrassing last night to see Staley. It's like nobody had heart. Everybody's just giving up. You saw the kid, I forgot the kid name, but the punt returner. It's like he just gave him the ball. I saw some stuff last Davis. night. Davis. He, he just gave him the ball. It like just took the ball out of your hand. And that's that was an example of what was going on. So now you're looking like something is disconnected in his locker room. He doesn't have control no more. The superstars, not superstars. It's just bad. And um, I saw his um, post-game interview, and you could see it in his face. Like, I don't know if somebody whispered to him, but he's like, oh, I'm only going to worry about Buffalo. And it was like, um, do you think you deserve to be the coach? He was like, yeah. A lot of teams lose. <laughs> literally, literally, he said a lot of teams lose. A lot of people have lost like this before. But all yeah, those records are out there. I don't know, but <laughs> what else he supposed to say to defend himself at that point, right? He got to say something. That was the best excuse he could come up with at that time, right? <laughs> right. A lot of coaches lose at this time. But I got a question for you, my brother. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if you heard the rumor, but. Well, you all that don't know, Asante Samuel Sr. has a son by the name of Asante Samuel Jr., number 26, that plays with the Chargers. I think it'll be epic. I want to know your mindset if the rumor of Bill Belichick going over to the Chargers to be the Chargers' new head coach. Now, let me give you mine real quick. I think with Belichick leaving, I think he needs something fresh. I don't think he should retire right now. He leaves New England, comes over to a team that has talent he has a quarterback he has a defense he got a lot of different stuff do you how do you feel about that move a number one just belichick coaching for another team number two him coaching your son directly like how, how do you feel about that mm. uh, that's deep it's deep it's deep but every man is their own man or their own man and, and things like that so uh you know let's get into it let's get into it let's get into it Say what needs to be said. Say what needs to be said. How do I feel about Belichick possibly coaching my son at the Chargers? First of all, for Coach Belichick, yes, I feel like he needs a fresh start. I feel like Coach Belichick, Coach Belichick needs a fresh start. And wherever he goes, he just he need a just a fresh mindset, a fresh atmosphere. He has to let go of all his old ways. And thinking those old ways can still be successful in the NFL. That's first and foremost. I think that gives Belichick the best chance because him staying where he's at, he's going to always feel, you know, entitled to his old ways and so on and so forth. But if he so happens to go to Chargers and is coaching my son, how do I feel about that? Like I said, every man is for are their own man, and meaning my son. My son is his own man. Everybody's journey and destination is meant for them. So 
However I feel about Belichick and whatever we went through, that's me and Belichick. That don't have anything to do with my son and Coach Belichick. So if he ends up being the coach at uh, the Los Angeles Chargers, that's going to be their relationship they build. Hopefully he could learn a lot of a lot of things from, from Belichick and, and what however that relationship pan out. But I think it will be just fine if if no ill will, nobody has no uh no hidden agendas and you know anything like that. It'd be just fine. Um, do I think he can be successful as a coach, Coach Belichick? Ah, you know, that's still to be determined. There's nothing, there's nothing I said that's changed my stance. Uh, from when I, when, you know, when I said the whole Brady situation. Now you're gonna go to Justin Herbert if you possibly go to the Chargers, and it's an opportunity, still another opportunity to 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 be successful, and you know, to be determined. Will you give Belichick any props or his props? Theoretically speaking, he goes over to the Chargers and win a Super Bowl. A hundred percent. Okay. I probably, hey, especially my son. Hey, can I come celebrate with y'all? I ain't get to celebrate in none of my uh <laughs> my Super Bowls. I missed two Super Bowls. I didn't make none of the parades. So if you know, if if he went and went to the Chargers and and won the Super Bowl. Wow, that would be an amazing story. I mean, you know, and I was thinking about that too. How many fathers' sons have been coached by the same head coach? That probably would be huge in that'd itself, right? That would be a good record to check at some point, right? Like, that'd be a good record to check. That would be pretty cool. But Brandon Staley is gone, man. That was a pretty that was pretty bad, man. Um, yeah, I, I was arguing with my brothers and, and, and friends and stuff like that. It's like who do you blame during the game? They trying to point the fingers at the coach, and I'm telling them, look, the GM, the owner, are looking at these coaches, rolling their eyes, like, what's going on? And then he like, no, that's the player's fault. I said, he the one that brought the players in there. He in control of those players. <laughs> you know what you don't understand? That's why they are the GM, and he's the head coach. You brought these people in. You train them every day to catch the ball, to hold the ball, to secure the ball. That's the job. That's your job as a head coach. I had to... Uh, I had to let that be the known, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think um and it was time you could kind of tell maybe two years ago, like it was kind of getting stale out there and they weren't living up to their potential and they should be way farther than what they I mean, they had high hopes. Like you look back three years ago, they going into Kansas City really believing they can win and was competing. Yeah, I, I, I just be confused about how does it go downhill so fast. Yeah, I can't lie. I was one of those one of those guys or one of those uh people that bit the I, I believed in I believed in Staley. I thought he was a great coach. I thought he can figure it out. The way he talked about the players and and making everything work together and the chemistry of the players, I thought he was the perfect fit for for the for the team. But like I said, I think he bit more than bit off more than he can chew. Um he couldn't figure out the offense. The defense, he's supposed to be a defensive specialist and you know, he had a little trouble with the defense, but I think he do connects with the players well. And but that's not that's not good enough. That's not good enough. Um, but my son, man, the bright spot of the game. My son. Okay. He balled out. He was balling. He was balling. That's probably one of his best games. You know what I mean? When you're making plays and not giving up plays, that's a very good game. You know what I mean? So for a minute there, it almost felt like, all right, everybody terrible. I'm gonna hold down my end. It just seemed like he. Hey, dang, I'm doing my job. Like, you you know, sometimes you've been in the game, you're like, oh, I'm doing my job. You know, yeah. when I was playing mm-hmm. the end. I'm like, hey, I'm getting to the quarterback. And it just it seemed like that was the mode he was in. Like, that was the mode. 
Hey, everybody, Tuesdays at 10 a.m. every week. We starting weekly, every Tuesday. So make sure y'all tune in. That's going to be the new schedule. Every Tuesday at 10 a.m., me and my co-host EP, we're going to talk about all the new hot topics. We're going to say what needs to be said, what needs to be said. Before, hey, before we move on and talk about this Belichick and stuff, I got to cover situations because I like to cover, you know, everything. And when I talk about Dion and Coach Belichick, popular people to be exact. When Anytime I talk about anybody popular, everybody is so sensitive. They so in their feelings. I was made a mockery out of because I criticized Belichick for the longest. And now it's, it was true. I'm telling the truth. And I say anything that's that that ev- nobody that everybody don't agree with with Coach Prime and everybody's just like, guys, it's just me being a critic. I'm just playing. I'm playing both sides. I'm asking, is this good or is it bad? Like you know what I mean? Don't guys, y'all got to learn how to stop being so sensitive. We're just having conversations, debates, and you know, for me, I like to hold people accountable. I love the kids. I stand with the kids. So. People, we got to stop being so sensitive around here, man. We, we, especially because somebody's so popular and y'all want to root for him and all that stuff. It's, it's okay. Everybody be criticized. I was right about Belichick. Y'all chill out. Y- y'all made a mockery of me for 33 years. Ever since I said it. It's crazy. Now, now everybody's jumping on the bandwagon. Now everybody's jumping. Tom Brady did. Every time y'all say something about Tom Brady Belichick, y'all should say Asante said Tom Brady. Did. Nobody should be going on their on their uh, platform talking about like they like they discovered this. Like like they was like they said this in the heat of things three years ago when everything was good. I said it when it was good. I ain't said when the, when shit hit the fan and y'all see it right now. You know what I mean? But hey, y'all so stop he, being so sensitive. Everybody Look. got to go. They got to test that water. They got to make sure somebody else said they take the heat so they'll jump on now because it's a normal thing to see. Man, that's so weak, man. That's weak. That's why (laughs) why we got this platform. Say what needs to be said. If y'all weak, y'all sensitive, this ain't the place for you. If y'all in the chat, I need y'all to know we going to say what needs to be said. Anytime something come up and y'all need me to say it, make sure y'all bring it to my attention because... We ain't going for that foolishness. All these years, I didn't sit back and let commentators just talk about greatness and who was great and all this foolishness. Great is great. Do you understand to be great? What is great? I hate it. People just throw these words around. But, but don't let me get caught up in that. We, 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 we're no. going to stay focused. Actually, stay actually focused. that's good. It's two reasons why I say that's good. The number one reason, being able to say what you want to say is a segue to what we wanted to talk about with Cam Newton. Because that's one of his arguments is, you know what? His at the end of his thing that he had a spill, he had to go dress the media because everybody got on him. And his question was, why does he get why does he get ridiculed or jumped down the throat when he says an opinion? And he said his opinion is more validated because he played the game. And he oh, was like, some man. people, he said, some people that never played the game can come on these networks and say whatever. But when he says it from his platform, it's all over the place. Like he can't. Oh, oh, that's only one part. That ain't the main part. Okay. No, I, 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 but I got to address the, just the part period. Like, first of all, all y'all in here, make sure y'all like comment, subscribe, man, help us out, share, share the room. You know what I mean? We growing. Hey, this is going to be the new weekly thing, and we we giving it to y'all. So Cam Newton, Cam Newton, come to the front of the table. You must – I must say what needs to be said to Mr. Cam Newton. You got to hear this, my brother. First of all, 
I heard what you said. I agree, like you say, like you say, some things some sub, sub, subjective, some things objective, whatever. You know what I mean? Okay, I, I agree. The thing I do agree with, I agree with. Yes, yeah, somebody comes out with an opinion, and then somebody then people want to take personal shots at you. I think that's crazy. You know what I mean? We're just being a we're being a critic and we have an opinion. But on the other hand, Mr. Cam Newton. That opinion you made is a bold statement if you don't realize that, sir. And you got to understand what you said. You said these guys are game managers. And you said, you know, Brock Purdy, Dak Prescott, and all that. Then you came back after, you know, after you, you took, you know, everybody jumped on the bandwagon and started talking about the Cam Newton situation. And you came back to the platform and said, your meaning of a game manager is a Brock Purdy, a Dak Prescott, a Tua Tonga Valor, a Tom Brady. That's where you lost me at. Now, this is where I'm confused. Now, in your rebuttal, Cam Newton, you said these guys are game, game managers. And you also said some of them. So I'm kind of confused in which way, which way you're playing this. Uh, what, what side are you playing this on? Um, you said Brock Purdy. He gets to throw to guys like Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk. So that makes him a game manager. And then you put the same, you put Tom Brady in the same sentence as a Brock Purdy, a Dak Prescott, and whoever else you name, this is the problem. This is where we go wrong at. Because we could get further on into the debate, and I could come to Funky Friday. We could have fun. It's all love. I just like to have fun. Can't miss the Cam Newton. You hear me? You hear me loud and clear, my boy. You hear me loud and clear. Don't you ever in your life put anything else next to Tom Brady's name besides greatness. If you don't say anything, if when you say Tom Brady's name, you say Tom Brady, greatness. You don't never in your life put him next to a game manager. Managers talking about a Brock Purdy and a Tua Tonga Valor. You lost your mind. <laughs> Comparing the greatest ever to these. Are you your point is not validated at all. Your opinion makes no sense. Now, I was following you a little bit. I was trying to fill you with the game managing situation, but. What do you mean? If the guy's on a team executing a play, that play that's called, what is what else are they supposed to do? <laughs> Unless you're saying they missed their progressions, they missed the first read, you missed the second read. Now it's time because I didn't I didn't make my reads because that the coach he presented the play. This is the man that be open, so I didn't hit him. Guess what? I got to create now because I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do. So I'm a I'm a playmaker. I'm a game changer now because I got to create stuff because I didn't do what I was supposed to do. That maybe that's what he means by a game changer because I'm a little confused. Talk to me, Mister Mister EP. I, I think his his like I said, I think one of the main things with the connotation of what he was trying to say. And I think he was trying to say it in a way of saying game managers and just like a dynamic player. The problem with it, from my standpoint of view, um, which I'll agree with you with, is on Tom Brady, it's like you play cornerback, you played against him in practice. Um, you're covering the outside half, right? You're on the outside shade of the receiver. He's that smart to – he got to get a touchdown. He throws a post route, inside route, bam, throws it right on the money. You can't even get to it no matter how good of a coverage you got. 
Next thing you know, you play inside leverage. He goes up post corner and throws it right on the money. That's a game changer because a lot of people can't do that, right? I'm just making an analogy. Right. But I'm thinking in his mind, Cam was like, game changers. I think he listed um, a boy in Baltimore, right? Uh, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Okay. And I'm like, is he pointing because, you know, everything derives from something? Cam mm-hmm. probably considered himself a game changer, which I'm not going to lie. And doggone Auburn, game changer. He won, like he won a championship. He changed the game. Mm-hmm. He come to Carolina, game MVP. He's a game changer. So now his point of view is: you got to be able to run the ball and do something dynamic to be a game changer. But honestly, it's just getting the job done because you can't exclude Brady. I think he's a game changer in his own right. That's my take, brother. That's what. That's my take. Yeah, um, yeah, like you said, running the ball. I guess if you can't run the ball, you're not a game changer in his eyes. Is that what he's trying to say? Because, like you said, you're executing the play. You throw the ball where it's supposed to be on time. You made a big play. How do you separate yourself? only way I can see yourself from the statement that Cam Newton made is basically you're not doing the play properly or you – Maybe the play wasn't there. Now you create something. But most of the time, you're not doing the play properly. I'm sure it was somebody open and you didn't make the correct read. Now you got to try to create something. With Patrick Mahomes, we see him use your feet. He rolls out left. He rolls out right. It's supposed to be a bang, bang play. One, two, three, timing, hit. You know what I mean? And But that that's not happening. So what happens when you don't do that? You got to resort to something else. And you If know, I'm not mistaken. If I'm not mistaken, I think he named Peyton Manning as a game manager. <laughs> bro, bro, I don't know what I don't know what funky fry they got going on, but this is say what needs to be said. We ain't tolerating none of that. And when you bring up Tom Brady, you are tripping, Mr. 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 Cam Newton. I, I I can't stress this enough. I don't know who you like, we ain't taking no personal shots, but who do you think you are to bring Tom Brady name into your equation of game managers but this is pathetic and it is the most craziest absurd bold statement i ever heard known to man you talk about you're an athlete yeah maybe that's why you making these bold statements because you're an athlete and you feel like you can say something that somebody don't know that's foolishness boy that's straight foolishness. That uh, anybody that agree with him that says Tom Brady is in the category with these other quarterbacks, what 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 are y'all watching? I don't know. Do these people do these people have seven, eight, nine Super Bowls with mediocre talent? I think not. Right, right. You got a point, brother. I'm with you. you know what I mean, I'm with you on that one. I just think the brother kind of misspoke the initial thing. It kind of caught some backlash. I don't. I don't, but he ran with it. He tried to, he tried to validate what he was saying. He was better off saying, I used the wrong word with manager. Yeah, he tried to say, my word, my, my definition of, of game managers are, are Tom Brady and and this and that. Guys, like, bro, what are you, now you're trying to, the backpedal and make, you're trying to make yourself right at this point. A game manager, let me tell you what a game manager is. Trent for the 2000 Super Bowl with Baltimore. People that, the game manager is somebody they telling you don't lose the game, don't turn the ball over. Yeah. And 
the, and, and we'll figure out other ways to win the game. The defense will win the game, special teams. That's what a game manager is. But game changer and game manager, man, yeah, man. I think he just got a whole different outlook of of that than the rest of the world. And uh, yeah, man, that's uh that's Cam Newton, man. That's Cam Newton for you, right? Yeah. It's these yep. offensive players, man. It's the offensive. Every time it's the offensive players. <laughs> it's the offensive players, man. They get wild. They get they get sturdy, man. They they be litty, man. They be looking for something to say, something to do. <laughs> right, 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 brother, brother. Yeah. So what you think, man? Well, uh, what you think about this hip drop tackle situation, man? What you I, think I, about I, this hip drop tackle situation? It's funny because I've been in football my entire life, right? Right. And. I never heard of hip drop tackle. I don't know if they just came up with this term. So let's what start. What is it? <laughs> I, I know a I know a peel back block. Mm -hmm. I know a cut, but I just never heard of hip drop tackle. Like not one time on any football field. So it's something new. And I guess essentially is when you can't get a guy down and you grab him, you fall down to pull him down. Use your weight. Use your weight. Um, I think it's a natural move. I think. When, like, people don't understand how fast the NFL, the quick story, my first play in the NFL in practice, I blinked my eye and the play was over. And so these guys are big, huge, fast, strong. So if you go out there trying to think how you're going to tackle a person, they are scoring this touchdown. And you probably, and I went seven rounds, huh? I'm probably getting cut. Or I got to get the guy down. They don't understand. We got to position ourselves in the correct way, especially a guy like myself. To position ourselves in the right way so our bones don't get broken and, and hurt and all those good things like that. You know what I mean? Like, so uh, imagine you at fullback or tight end and right. you done broke, you done ran down the sideline. I got to come behind you and jump on you, try to figure out a way to tackle you right. without using my weight, my little bit of weight against your weight. How am I going to get you down? I got to yeah. ride with you and, and, and go forward. <laughs> It gets scored though. Yeah. I don't know. You tell me what's it do, Brandon Jacobs? Was it hard tackling Brandon Jacobs? There's no way I can I can decide how I need to tackle him to get him down. He he hurt me. I I have to he I have to get him down the best way he's he's gonna allow me to get him down. It's no way that I can figure out any other way to get I have to go with the best angle. He's he's 250 pounds, runs a four-four, and he's coming around the side like Man, this is yeah. This is this is uh this is blasphemy, man. This is yeah. uh. I hate that guys get hurt. I don't. It's not the goal to get hurt. I think the misconception is people are doing it to get hurt. Same thing as a block in the back or taking a knee out, but it is just not the same as getting hurt in with the hip drop tackle. I think what happens is you you you're pressed. You need to get this tackle. You need to get them down. Um, your job on line just like theirs. And at the end of the day, there's no way you can go make a tackle and expect to get a person down when they're not when when they're when when they're going full speed without trying to put some kind of weight into it. That's pretty much how it goes. Y'all hang in there too, man. We got a little technical difficulty, but y'all hang in there. Thank y'all for tuning in to say what it needs to be said. All right, yeah, yeah, we back, we back. Okay, we back, we back. We gonna we gonna man, appreciate y'all, appreciate y'all uh, tuning in. 
like I said, every Tuesday at 10 o'clock. Uh, we're gonna let EP soon see send y'all out, man. Appreciate y'all. Yes, sir. Hey, appreciate y'all coming in. Hey, be on the lookout for Say What Needs to Be Said. I'm the new co-host, Elton Patterson, a.k.a. EP. Um, we're going to have some good insight, man. So y'all tune in every Tuesday. We're going to have it. We're going to roll. We want to hear some feedback, too. So y'all tune in. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.